0: Welcome to the Yesteryear Chronicles, where every day is a journey into the past. I'm Adrian, your guide to all things historical.
1: And I'm Becca, your resident science enthusiast and pop culture expert. Together, we'll explore the events that shaped our world on this day throughout history.
0: It's hard to believe it's already 2023. Time sure flies when you're having fun, or when you're flying through the time-space continuum. Well, 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 what do we have here? It seems like May 21st has seen its fair share of historical events.
1: Indeed it has. Let's start off with the one that's been on our minds since childhood. Amelia Earhart's solo flight across the Atlantic.
0: Ah, yes. The year was 1932, and Earhart's plane was forced to land in a pasture in Derry, Northern Ireland, due to bad weather. Little did she know, she was making history as the first woman to accomplish this feat.
1: It's amazing to think that something as simple as bad weather could lead to such a monumental moment in aviation history.
0: Speaking of monumental moments, let's turn to Clara Barton and the establishment of the American Red Cross in 1881.
1: Barton was an incredible woman, and her efforts in founding the American Red Cross have had an immeasurable impact on disaster relief efforts in the United States.
0: Absolutely. And now let's talk about a natural disaster with a much more devastating impact the 1792 tsunami caused by the collapse of a lava dome on Mount Unzen in Japan.
1: The tsunami killed nearly 15,000 people in the city of Shimbara. It's a sobering reminder of the power of nature and the importance of being prepared for the worst.
0: Well said. And now, onto to a similarly dark moment in history, the invasion of the Paris Commune by French troops in 1871.
1: This was a time of great unrest and political upheaval in France and the Paris Commune was a radical socialist and revolutionary government that emerged in the aftermath of the Franco-Prussian War.
0: The invasion by French troops was brutal and resulted in the deaths of 20,000 communards, as well as the arrest of 38,000 others. It's a tragic example of how political conflict can escalate into violence.
1: It's important to remember these events and the lessons we can learn from them. Whether it's the bravery of a pioneering aviator or the tragedy of a natural disaster, History has something to teach us all.
0: On May 21st, 1703, British author Daniel Defoe found himself imprisoned on charges of seditious libel.
1: Wow, that's quite the charge. Do we know what led to his arrest?
0: Indeed we do. Defoe was a prolific writer and journalist who often wrote pamphlets that criticized the British government and politicians of the time. One of his most inflammatory works was The Shortest Way with the Dissenters which was published anonymously and satirized the government's harsh treatment of non-Anglican Christians.
1: So the government didn't know it was satire?
0: Unfortunately, no. Defoe's writing was known for its biting wit and sarcasm, but the authorities took his words at face value and believed he was inciting rebellion. They arrested him and sentenced him to be publicly pilloried, fined, and imprisoned.
1: That sounds like a harsh punishment. How did Defoe handle it?
0: Defoe was a resilient man. He was born in London in 1660 and had a varied career before turning to writing. He was a merchant, a hosiery trader, and even a government spy at one point. While in prison, he continued to write, producing some of his most famous works, including Robinson Crusoe and Maul Flanders. He even used his experiences in prison as inspiration for some of his writing, including The Review, a political newspaper that he founded after his release.
1: That's impressive. Did Defoe's imprisonment have any lasting impact on the literary world?
0: Absolutely. Defoe's imprisonment helped to establish the idea of freedom of the press and the importance of protecting it. His writing inspired other authors to use their platform to speak out against social and political injustices, and his legacy continues to influence writers today. Today, we're taking a look at a doomsday prediction that had people on edge back in 2011.
1: Early that year, radio broadcaster Harold Camping predicted that the world would come to an end. The date of the apocalypse, May 21st. His followers were convinced that this was the day they would be raptured and ascend to heaven.
0: That's a bold prediction to say the least, but obviously it didn't come to pass. What happened on that day?
1: Well, Harold Camping had made a similar prediction back in 1994, which obviously didn't come true, but he was undeterred and claimed that he had miscalculated the date. In the lead-up to May 21st, 2011, Camping and his followers went on a massive campaign to spread the word and warn people of the impending apocalypse.
0: Did anyone actually believe him?
1: It's hard to say for sure, but there were definitely some people who took his predictions seriously. There were reports of people quitting their jobs, selling their homes, and even giving away their life savings in preparation for the end of the world. But as we know, May 21st came and went without any major cataclysms or raptures,
0: So what happened to Harold Camping after his prediction didn't come true?
1: It was a pretty embarrassing moment for him, to be honest. He had to admit that he had been wrong and that his prediction had been based on faulty calculations. But he didn't go away quietly. He continued to make predictions about the end of the world even after suffering a stroke in 2011.
0: It's hard to believe that people still make these kinds of predictions in this day and age, but it seems like there's always someone who thinks they know when the world is going to end.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not a new phenomenon. People have been predicting the end of the world for centuries, and they've been wrong every time. But it's a reminder of how powerful belief can be, even in the face of overwhelming evidence to the contrary.
0: That's a good point. And it's also a reminder of how important it is to think critically and question the things we're told, even if they come from people who seem to have all the answers. We've got a great wealth of pop culture stories to share for
1: May 21st. Yes, lots of things going on in the world of pop culture. Let's start with a bit of history. Did you know that on this day in 1951, the Ninth Street Show opened in New York City?
0: Ah, yes, the Ninth Street Show. That was a groundbreaking exhibition that featured some of the most notable artists of the post-war era, collectively known as the New York School. Artists like Willem de Kooning, Jackson Pollock, and Robert Motherwell showcased their work which marked a turning point in the art world.
1: Exactly. It was a significant event in the art world and paved the way for many other artists to come. Moving on to some birthdays today, we have Kano, the English rapper, producer, and actor. He was born on this day in 1985.
0: Kano is an interesting figure in the UK grime scene. He's known for his socially conscious lyrics and has been a prominent voice in the music industry for over a decade. He's been nominated for numerous awards and has collaborated with some of the biggest names in hip-hop.
1: Absolutely. And we also have the birthday of Gotye, the Belgian-Australian singer-songwriter born on this day in 1980. He's known for his eclectic mix of indie pop, rock, and electronic music.
0: Yes, Gautier burst onto the scene with his hit single, Somebody That I Used To Know, which won multiple awards and was one of the biggest songs of 2012. He's since released several albums and has continued to experiment with different genres and sounds.
1: And finally, we remember the birth of the notorious B.I.G. He was born on this day in 1972 and is still considered one of the greatest rappers of all time.
0: Biggie's impact on hip-hop cannot be overstated. He had an incredible flow and storytelling ability that resonated with so many people. His music has stood the test of time and continues to inspire new generations of artists.
1: On a related note, we also remember that on this day in 2017, Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus performed their final show at Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum.
0: That was the end of an era, Becca. The circus had been around for over a century and was a staple of American entertainment. Its closure marked a shift in the way we consume entertainment and the changing tastes of the public. That's it for today's journey through history on the Yesteryear Chronicles.
1: But before we go, let's raise a cuppa to International Tea Day.
0: Yes, whether you prefer it hot or iced, sweet or unsweetened, let's celebrate the many varieties of tea enjoyed around the world.
1: And a happy birthday to Kano, Gautia, and the Notorious B.I.G.
0: Music legends, one and all. See you tomorrow for more Chronicles of Yesteryear.